but too young. That's the Pink Panther theme. You knew that, didn't you? Right, I was told this was an all-age service, so I said, there will be children around, won't there? Oh, yes. (laughs) Oh, dear. Oh, dear. I've got one volunteer. I actually need four. Two. Great. I might have to call on one or two adults, if not. Right. I'll show you what you've got to do first. It's quite simple, because what I want you to become this morning, and you've got to use your imagination quite a bit, okay? I want you to become secret agents. Right? So, who's going to be the first secret agent? As you volunteered, would you like to come up and sit down? Have you ever watched the James Bond film? Oh, so you don't know who M is. Right. M, sit down. M is the boss of spies and secret agents, all right? And she assigns, or he, last time it was a she, dear Judy Dent, for you to go and do tasks, okay? Now, what I want to know from you is, have you got any credentials to be a good secret agent? So, let me start off. Get a pen. By the way, you will get rewarded. Anybody else want to do a cigarette <laughs> for a packet of sweets? Right. Name? Sorry? Elizabeth. Elizabeth. Right. I'll write this down and give you a secret agent card. Your agent 010. All right? Now, what makes you think you've got good quality to be a secret agent? Can you jump over buildings? No. <laughs> I can jump over couches. <laughs> you can jump over couches. That's, that's a start. That's a start. Can you ride a camel? Hello? Can you ride a camel? Uh, I've tried riding a pony once, although I can't ride a camel. Right, okay. Well, you... I really want to lose food with a couch. Right, okay. So you've got a few credentials there that might help. Right. There's your secret agent card. Now, to be a secret agent, you have to be in disguise. Please put your secret agent hat on. Please put on your secret agent scarf. No one will see you. So put on your secret agent glasses. Great. All right? Do you think you look like a secret? Yes, does you look good? Right. Okay. This is your task, Elizabeth. You're to go to Capernaum. Do you know what that is? No. It's over in that corner. Use your imagination. All right? Okay. And I want you to find out about a man called Jesus. Okay? There are reports coming back that he's doing some miraculous things uh, which sort of puts the country... uh, 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 Oh, well, we need to find out what's going on. So will you go and find this man, Jesus, and bring a report back? And if you look hard enough, you'll find the secret report pinned up at the back. Secret agent report one, off you go. Um, 
go now to the back. We haven't got all day. <laughs> is there a file sticking up? Yes, there is. Right, bring your file back, please. That's right, come sit down. Right. Right. Would you like to undo your file and would you like to read it out for me, please? <coughs> as loud as you can so everybody can hear. <coughs> okay. Can you read it? Yeah. I'll help you. I did all vaccine instructions for and what she indicated was true. I went to uh, Capernaum. Capernaum, which is a reported, which is reported to be this man Jesus's home. And when I got there, I saw hundreds all around the house listening to this man. Because I didn't quite want to be recognised, I couldn't quite hear what he was saying. But everyone was keen to listen. Then, from the back of the crowd, came four men carrying another man on a stretcher. Obviously, they couldn't get anywhere there, so you, <laughs> so, so you never guess what they did. They, they climbed up onto the roof, ripped the plaster off, and lowered the stretcher down inside. I crept even closer and heard this man, Jesus, say, I will forgive you for all the wrong things you have done in the past. You are in the clear just get and up, get up and walk. Pharisee M. I have never in my, all my years of being a secret agent seen anything like it. The man got off the stretcher and walked away, skipping and jumping, something he didn't, hadn't done for years. Obviously, this increased this Jesus' popularity even more so. I don't know what info you have on this man Jesus, good or bad. I don't think he's a, he is a threat to us. Thank you, Elizabeth. <coughs> so you don't think he's a threat to us? No. He no. just did this miracle. That's wonderful. Right. <coughs> Where's my card? Right, do you want to come and sit at the back here? Or sit next to me and just hold this card. And I now need a secret agent number two. Is there another secret agent I can have? No, right, you sit down with that, Elizabeth. All right. Are you going to come? Are you going to come? Right. Okay. Mummy have to come with you. That's good. That's good. Right. Okay. Do you want to dress up as well, do you? That's wonderful. And what's your name? Liam. That's a... Leo, sorry, Leo. Right. Well, I think you're going to make a super secret agent because you're young. You're good looking. You're blonde. Everything the girls would chase about you. Now, I don't know whether these secret agent glasses will fit you. Put them on. Oh, wow. What about this secret agent hat? Oh, 
Turn around and have a show, everybody. Doesn't it look good? <laughs> right. This time, Elizabeth went to Capernaum. I want you to go to Jerusalem. <gasps> yes. Because this man, Jesus, is dividing the people. Some are saying he's good. Some are saying he's bad. So I want you to go to Jerusalem and find out what's going on. So I need you to find secret file number two, which I think is in that corner. Do you want to go and find it? It's stuck on the door. What? Thank you, Secret Agent Leo. Did you find Jesus? Yes? What was he doing? You read? Mummy, read it out. Secret Agent's report two. I did as you instructed, Pharisee M, and went to find this man, Nicodemus. I secretly followed him around for several days, and as a Jewish leader, he did the normal things that Jewish leaders do going to the synagogue to pray, visiting friends, and having their special Passover meals on Fridays. I was about to finish my secret agent mission when I saw this man, Nicodemus, darting from one house to another. It was dark by now, and he appeared to be hiding, not wanting anyone to see him. I followed from a distance until I saw him go into a house and meet up with this man, Jesus. I crouched just under the window and heard this strange conversation. Nicodemus said to Jesus, I have heard you speaking. I have seen your miracles. You must have been sent from someone special, maybe God himself. Then Jesus replied, no one sees God or his kingdom unless he is born again. Hang on, says Nicodemus. How can I get back inside my dear mother? Jesus replied, it's like having two birthdays, one when you are born physically and one when you are spiritually reborn. Physical people create physical babies, but God brings spiritual people to life. Well, Pharisee M, make of that what you want. I guess Jesus' campaign is either you are for him or against him, but I still don't think he's a threat to us. Thank you, Secret Agent Leo. Would you like to come and sit with Mummy here? And you hold that banner up there. I need two more, and I wonder whether I can bribe. That's your secret agent, Elizabeth. That's your secret agent, Leo. Two more, but we're going to sing. Our God is a great big God. Yeah, I'll come to, I'll come to you in a minute, all right? We're going to sing, and then we'll do secret agent three and four. Okay, have I got secret agent number three coming to volunteer then? Come on, great. <laughs> Okay, right. Name? Annabelle. Annabelle. Right, do you see what the other secret agents can do? Why do you think you're a good secret agent? Um, Apart from wanting the sweets at the end. Um, You're good? Okay. Can you hide in dark places? Yeah. Can you tell the truth? Yeah. Good, then you're in. So there's your card. I'm afraid you've got to dress up as well. 
there's the scarf, and there's the hat, and there's the glasses, and I want you to go back to Jerusalem, because there's lots of rumours going around that this man Jesus, that secret agent Leo spoke about, and secret agent Elizabeth saw, there's rumours that he's been killed. And I want you to go back and confirm that he has actually been killed. And you'll see secret file number three at the back. So off you go. Off you go. <laughs> I love audience participation. <laughs> On the window. Lovely. Thank you, Annabelle. And did you see this man, Jesus, or was he really dead? He was really dead. Want to read your report then for me? Secret agent report three. Good news, very M. You can stop worrying, Jesus is dead. What an extraordinary few days. Firstly, hundreds of people came shouting that this man Jesus was the king, but he came riding into Jerusalem, the capital city, on an ass. I ask you, a king on an ass, verse 14, then turn around as he upset many people by pressing the marketplace. By Thursday, people were having doubts about this so-called king, and by Friday, they were pleading and shouting that this man, Jesus, would be crucified. They even accepted the fact that the known criminal, Barabbas, Barabbas, well done, be set free. We have. We will have to keep an eye on the Barabbas. They took Jesus through court, hearing flogged him, beat him, and like the, a good secret agent, he refused to say anything. They made him carry his his own cross and laughed at him, hammered nailed into hands. He, he is dead or alive, no more sleepless nights. Christ criminal, he is no rest to us now. Well done, secret agent Isabel. That's right. You found Jesus dead. He's no more alive, so he's no more a threat to us. So if you'd like to come sit there and hold up this with your card. That's it. Wonderful. Okay. Well done. Well done. Well, that just... Thank you very much. That just leaves us with one more secret agent to find. I wonder who that might be. Any office? My mum. Your mum? Does she know that? <laughs> do, you think, do you think she'd come up? Does she like round-faced fruit pastels? 
Come on, Mum. Right, yes, please. Dress up as a secret agent. <laughs> and the name? Carol. Is that right? Yeah. It is. <laughs> Just checking you. Just checking you. All right. You're not going to be very popular. Right, Carol, secret agency, what have you got to offer me? Uh, I can hide in small spaces. Good. Yes. That's a start. Can you... Um, and I can wear the double, I can lock the double. Right, okay. Well. Can you hang glide from the top of... Uh, I can always uh, try. Right, okay, well, you're in. Would you like to go back to Jerusalem? Because secret agent Isabel... Annabelle, even said that Jesus was dead. But rumours have come back to me that somebody has seen him alive. Your mission is to go and see whether he's still dead or whether he's now alive. And your farm is over there. Don't trip down the steps. All right. So what did you find out, Secret Agent Carol? Let's find out here. Secret Agent Report 4. Bad, bad news, Forrest DM. The reports heard about this man Jesus being alive are true. I haven't actually seen him, but I, I have met people who have. Firstly, the grave they buried him in was empty. The great big stone rolled away. I wouldn't want to be in the shoes of the two guards watching over the grave. I don't think their captain would believe their story. For a bribe, they were told to, to say the body had been stolen in the night. Apparently, two of his women followers had an encounter at the empty tomb with two angels who said he was alive just as he said he would. Bit far-fetched that, wouldn't you say, Pharisee M? A little bit far-fetched, yes. Then I overheard one of his followers say he just walked straight through the closed door where they were hiding. Follower Thomas wasn't there that day, but Jesus came back another day and everyone saw the nail and spear marks. Then a few days later, he appears on the side of the lake to his fishermen followers. They had a fruitless night fishing, but somehow, suddenly, with Jesus around, the nets are bulging with fish. Dead or alive, he is no threat to us, Pharisee Good, I'm glad to hear that. Thank you very much, secret agent. You take a card, and the four of you like to come and stand at the front here. Okay. Take a bow. Thank you so much for helping me out. God bless you. Well, the question that raises is, thank you, Leo. The question raised is, who is this man? And there's a song on YouTube, which I hope we can find, which uh, actually asks that question. Who is this man? I make no apologies this morning for going back to basics. 
I make no apology to raise the question yet again. What is the truth? We live, sadly, in a world where it's almost impossible to know what is the truth. Who is telling the truth? Within minutes, social media can spread untruths which can influence our thinking and our decision-making. Our politicians are often sparse with the truth. We live in a world of political correctness, madness, gender rights that are now permeating every decision of life and are now sadly involving our children. From discussions I've had with my grandchildren, they're struggling to know what is right and what is wrong. They're struggling to know what's acceptable and what's not acceptable. What parents say on one hand compared to what the world says on the other hand. We need to know the truth. And we need to tell the truth. This Bible is not just a book of fairy stories. It's not just a book of handsome heroes. It's a book that chronicles the sin and messed up lives of so many people. But it's the truth. And it's proved to be so over so many generations. A recent survey now reveals that 90%, get your head around that, 90% of children have never heard a Bible story. How can our children know the truth if they haven't heard the evidence? I heard on the radio the other day an RE teacher, yes, there are one or two still left, and he was trying to explain that children that are growing up in multi-faith areas still need to hear the Christian message. But sadly, it is being squeezed out. Now, I don't know whether any of you have been in court, maybe as a witness, hopefully not as a defendant, But what are the words they say? The truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. Can we have a PowerPoint slide up? Mike, please. Next, Next one. Next one. Next one. That's right. Truth can be explained in three ways. The whole truth... Less than the truth, more than the truth. You ever wondered why that threefold promise is had to make? I, I don't quite understand that myself, but maybe if I put the next slide up, you'll understand something that happens. Right, here are three statements. They all contain the truth. Charles Lindbergh was the first person to fly alone across the Atlantic Ocean. That's the whole truth. The next part is only part truth because the loan has been missed out. And then the third part took home some Limburger cheese. Well, that's the truth, but it's a bit more than the truth, isn't it? It's an exaggeration. 
Now then, kids, next slide is for you. I left my unfinished homework at home. That's the whole truth. I left my homework at home, part truth, because you missed, missed out the unfinished, or my dog ate my homework before I could finish it. Well, part truth is you hadn't finished it, but whether the truth of the dog ate or not, I don't know about that. What about the next slide? Which is truth? Which is part truth? Which is an exaggerated truth? You can see the difference, can't you? Telling the truth, but not the whole truth, can be deceiving and can lead to lies, can lead to exaggeration and not the truth. I know several ministers who say, when you get home, do this as your homework. Well, I'm going to say the same, but you don't have to do it this afternoon. But just go through St. John's Gospel and find out how many times Jesus himself says, I am the truth, or I am telling you the truth. I counted 28 times Jesus said that in John's Gospel. I tell you the truth, one point, chapter 151, 3 verse 3, 3 verse 5, 3 verse 11, and so it goes on, and so it goes on. Culminating in that wonderful verse in John 14 verse 6, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Why was Jesus so consistent? Why was he so repetitive? Because... In AD 30, Jesus saw a generation of doubters. He saw a generation of cynics. He saw a generation of unbelievers. He saw a generation of people who were disinterested in him. AD 2017. Anything changed? It's quite interesting to me that sometimes in confrontation confrontational issues, people say, I swear in the Bible I didn't do that. They have no knowledge of God at all. But there's something that says to them, you've got to tell the truth. But among the verses in John's Gospel, chapter 8, there's one that I want to just leave with you. And I wonder if you put up. Know the truth, and the truth will set you free. Jesus here, again, is talking to the Jewish believers, as he does to us today. He says, know the truth, and the truth will set you free. The Jews thought at that time they were free. But Jesus had to remind them they were under bondage. They were under bondage of sin. Bondage of sin that could easily lead them astray. Kids, one final thought for you. I've said it myself. I dare say lots of the parents here have said it. Now, Johnny, tell me the truth. It will be a lot easier for you to tell the truth now. Yeah? Been there? Said that? Done that? But we don't. We're frightened to tell the truth, what punishment might come. But, do you know, we then tell a little lie. 
I didn't do it. That leads to another lie. It was somebody else. And suddenly the truth becomes, not the whole truth, but exaggerated truth. The freedom that Jesus talks about is that freedom from sin. Freedom from fear, freedom from guilt, freedom from envy, and so on. You can add to that list. And if you carry on reading, you'll see in verse 36, if the Son, Jesus, sets you free, you will be free indeed. We need to experience that freedom in Christ. Without it, all other freedoms are a worthless privilege. We want free speech. We want political freedom. We want commercial freedom. We want national freedom. But that's all meaningless in my eyes unless we know the true freedom that Christ brings when we know and discover the truth. Back to basics this morning, yes. But isn't it good to stop and affirm the truth? Do you believe in the exaggerated truth? If you do, then I dare say you're neither hot nor cold. Do you believe in less than the truth, which has a few lies or a few exaggerations? I don't know. I don't know where you are. Do you believe in the truth and nothing but the truth? Because I say to you, know the truth and the truth will set you free.